The Small Business Show, episode 130 for Wednesday, August 2nd, 2017. Greetings, folks, and welcome the small business show the bo- the show hmm. easy for me to say the show by <laughs> yes. for and about small business owners here in Durham New Hampshire I'm Dave Hamilton and in San Francisco Bay Area I'm Shannon Jean how goes it man it goes it goes I'll stop stumbling over myself some of the, one of these days here and that's right when you stop talking right that, so. that, yeah that's that's <laughs> yeah. the key that's the solution that's, man that's yeah. cool that's yeah. good yeah I just I just uh, rolled back into town from the eBay open uh, convention out in Vegas we're gonna uh, spend some time on next show talking about that sounds like it fun Sounds yeah, it should like be fun. should be pretty good. So, yeah. but day today um, we have a great guest, um, and you know if if you're a small business and you're managing a team of employees that are mobile, moving around, um, we've talked about it before. The best way to handle scheduling, how to communicate with them, uh, and, and our guest today uh, ha- has an awesome app, uh, a great business that handles appointments, booking things, um, billing. I mean, it, the more I've read about this uh, this product, the, the more impressed I was. Um, so joining us today is Britt Alvarud, I think I got that right, founder of Handler. It's a, they're a company specializing in small business uh, and helping them manage communications, payments, scheduling, all kinds of stuff. So Britt, welcome to the show. Hey, Shannon and Dave. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be on here. Yeah, well, we're excited to have you for sure. Um, so we're, we're going to talk about Handler, but first I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about you and, and your experience because uh, that's what we share so much on the show. So T- tell us how you got started um, and, uh, you know, t- t- tell us how, how Handler was born. Well, Shannon, I got started by picking up a lot of dog poop. <laughs> That's, good. That's awesome. Wait a minute. Let me go get my kids so they can listen to this. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, so I was at UCSD and I really missed having animals in my life. And then when I moved out of the dorms and into my own place by the beach, I started walking my neighbor's dogs just to make some extra cash. But then I realized, oh my gosh, I love this. And this extra cash is kind of turning into a lot of cash and a lot of dogs. And I'm so happy. I'm on cloud nine hanging out with all these dogs and their great owners um, that I decided that I, when I graduated, I was going to turn it into a real business. And going from a sort of a passion side gig to a real business was a big leap. Sure. I can imagine. Mm -hmm. So then I started walking more and more dogs. And before I knew it, I was taking care of about uh, 20 to 30 dogs a day by myself. So I was that dog walker you see who has 10 dogs strapped to them walking through the streets. And and it was pretty crazy. Um, But when I, you know, all my family members are going, gosh, you're graduating UCSD and you're going to be a dog walker. And, And I was like, no, this is a real this is a real thing, guys. This is getting to be a big industry here. And this was about um, 11 years ago now. And so at 19, I, I started the business and, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't really realize that, you know, I needed to have all these systems and processes in place. And I was just winging it and just making cash. And basically people were just leaving cash or checks on the table. But, you know, as soon as you get busier and busier, suddenly things start to fall apart. 
And I had one client who, you know, she, I absolutely love this client. She was a really successful businesswoman in her own right. And, um, she, I gave her an invoice for, that was about two months late because I just was walking dogs all day. I didn't have time to sit at my computer and do all my invoicing and making sure that all my, um, my T's were crossed and I's dotted. And so I gave her that invoice and it was for, you know, a thousand dollars worth of dog walking. And she was like, Brittany, oh my God, <laughs> you know, you can't do this. And my husband's going to kill me when he sees this bill. And you, you know, you're not a businesswoman, you're a dog walker. And at that wow. point I went, oh my God, she's right. I mean, I'm just a dog walker right now and I want to be a business owner. And so that's when everything changed for me. Um, I also hit a literal wall. I was so busy and so burned out that I looked down because I was eating all my meals in my car. I looked down, took a bite of oatmeal and bam, I just went straight into the back of a, of a trash truck oh, while I was driving. Wow. Wow. That's that's wild. <laughs> so those yeah. two things happened in the same week. And then I went, you know what? Something's got to change. Something has to give. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, you said so much and there's so many good things in there. Uh, you know, one of the uh, issues we always hear from other business owners is just as you described, trying to get a handle on the accounting side of thing, trying to manage all that stuff and, and you know, uh, actually bill for your work is that people get so busy that they just stop doing it. And here you think it's oh, the well, most gonna... common problem that, that a small business yeah. owner has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting paid. Yeah. Getting, getting paid, paid. Yeah. by people That's... that want to pay you. Yeah. They want to pay <laughs> me. Already agreed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I've already done the work. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. The hard part, quote unquote, is done. Although, and there's a and there's a huge difference between sending like you know a hundred dollar a week or whatever it is invoice than a thousand dollar invoice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that that flipped them out. So w- when you decided to turn it into an app and 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 do a real business, uh, mm-hmm. were you really were you focused on a specific type of service or just service businesses in general? Mm-hmm. So I really wanted this for my first small business, which was which is Dogs Energy. So it's D O G Z E N E R G Y, and uh, in this business, I decided when I hit that wall that I needed to bring on the systems, the processes, the software, and the team. So that was going to be my step to becoming a real business owner, and. Then I started looking at solutions for that because if I wanted to bring on dog walkers to work for me, one, how do I trust them that they actually went and took care of the dog, um, that they didn't lie and just sit on the couch with the dog instead of walking them and and to know that they were there the full amount of time because their owners aren't there. I also wanted to make sure on the same note of you know getting paid, I wanted to get paid right away so that I could pay them right away. And then I also didn't want my customers to leave cash and check on the on the kitchen table anymore because what if the cleaning lady took it? Or what if my dog walker took it but forgot about it? Yeah. You know, those, those weird little things that can happen. Sure. So then I was looking for software solutions or an app and there wasn't anything out there that did what I wanted it to do. And this was when um, Uber was coming out um, and Lyft and a lot of the, and Airbnb. And I thought, you know, I wish I could have that same mobile technology for running my business on demand. And I went and looked into how much it would cost. And it was just so exorbitantly 
expensive for a small business, like a small dog walking company to be able to afford that sort of, um, you know, mobile technology. So I decided, well, that means other small business owners probably want it too, but it's too expensive for them to build also. So what if we kind of crowdsource it? What if all of us are able to go onto this platform, put in all of our services, our staff, our pricing, and put it all in one place so that our business, each one of our businesses could have their business dashboard and then the connected handler customer app for all of our customers to book us on demand and have the uh, team app so that we can GPS track our team members and they can check in and check out of services. And upon checkout, it automatically builds our, um, our, our, sorry, it builds our clients' credit cards that are saved on the app, much like uh, Uber does. So that's, um, that's Handler. So that's kind of the quick, well, quick and long story of how it came to be. Go ahead. No. So this is, this is brilliant. Uh, And I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard this, but that the, kind of pulling that all together where there's no, so, so the, what's the cost to the business owner? So for the business owner, it depends on the size of their business, but what we do is we give them a free dashboard and free team apps. And if they want to just use this dashboard and the team apps and manually schedule all their clients, then it's totally free for them to use that. And if they if their clients want to use the app, so if the client wants to book on demand, GPS track, get photos and chat updates about how their dog or their kid did that day, um, then in order to do that, we mark up the service fee by a few dollars. And so then they basically pay a handler service fee to use the app. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That makes perfect sense. That's that's awesome. And, And you're so good at describing everything and how it happened. But I imagine that, you know, from the time you first, uh, you know, thought of this and this concept to getting to today has got to be, you know, just an incredible journey of highs and lows. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. <laughs> of, of coming so we're, and we're going to talk about all those, believe me. So, cause we, we love that stuff. That's what but, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So w- what type of small businesses typically, y- y- you know, uh, your uses your product. I mean, who, who really benefits from, from using handler? So we've really focused on going industry by industry. So for us, um, because of my background and my my original building it kind of out to my original small business, the dog walking one, we kind of focus on the pet industry first. So dog walkers, pet sitters, trainers. Um, but then once a business signs up in an area, so say here in Los Angeles, there's a dog walking business here. So then we go and we approach the dog groomer and we say, hey, this uh, dog walker is is on Handler. And so our Handler customers have dogs already and they want to book a groomer on demand. So would you like to list your business on here as well? So then we kind of work out from there. And then, um, you know, people who have dogs, they have dirty houses. (laughs) So then we get the house cleaner, um, the house cleaning agency on there. And then we have tutors and massage therapists and basically anyone who goes to people's homes operates off of a schedule um, and has a kind of recurring service-based business like that. That's cool. 
that, that's a great ecosystem that you're building there. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like and that's it. part of the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. So, um, and you know, and getting the word out, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're kind of connecting to, you know, like-minded businesses, but, um, what's the main way that you market uh, handler and and I, and I want to say it's h a n d l r uh myhandler.com uh, and uh we'll we'll post this up in the show notes and uh, on the website as well but so so how do you first go into an area and, and let everybody know about you know how great your service is old fashioned cold calling and yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> yeah, that, that it, we, yeah, that's we talk about that on the show here about it being feeling successful mm-hmm. when you you know get one out of fifty to call you back and you know that kind oh, of thing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but we also have been really lucky in that we are one of kind of the first uh, on-demand mobile platform. So Google's been very good to us, and uh, we've gotten a lot of organic search um, traffic. So a lot of business owners go online, and that's how they they find new software is either by asking their peers in private Facebook groups, which I'm also part of. Um, but you have to be you have to be uh, a little wary of being scammy, spammy. <laughs> sure, so, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be a participant mm-hmm. first, and then yep. and then mm-hmm. market you know, very, very uh, small percentage of the time. Yeah, exactly. And and it's tough because you see all these people asking, oh, what do you guys use for this and that? And it's really hard not to say, please use my product. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it is tough. And, and I, I feel your pain because you often think, oh, it's just a great solution. But, it, you know, the more you push your own product, it seems like the more they can, you know, ignore you. So you have to just, mm-hmm. you know, be out there. So. Um, yeah. That's great. So we've also gone to conferences also to um, like we went to the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters Conference and also the Pet Sitters International last year. And that was a great way to just kind of say that, hey, we're, we've launched this last year. We've got this incredible game changing um, platform for you. So that's been a great way to get our word out as well. That's great. I'm impressed that you did that, and I'm impressed that they actually have those conferences. That's that's fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you never you, every every sub genre or niche like that uh, has some sort of conference. Uh, oh, and get this, you guys. There is a there was a woman there at the last conference, and her business in North Virginia does over t- uh, ten million dollars a year in revenue walking dogs. Is that right? Yes. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. You know, I don't, I don't want to hijack the interview, but I, I just got back from this uh, eBay show and they had uh, a big party at the end and there was a, a couple there that had started a business and it was, uh, they were called the Bumbies and they did this thing called a fair and honest assessment of your appearance and they were all disguised so you couldn't uh-huh. know who they were. Yeah, it was really fascinating. And they were typing it up on old typewriters and handing you a card. You couldn't talk to them, couldn't do anything. And I was thinking, look at, and, and these I asked their producer, they were flying all over the country doing appearances. I was like, man, you can make a living doing anything. Uh, and, and just wow. like that, this, you know, over 10 million and is dog walking or dog sitting. Is, uh, um, yeah, they do both. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Okay. So let, let's, let's get to the good stuff. Um, we, uh, you know, we're big fans of mistakes on the show because Dave and I have both learned so much by making them. Uh, and so what, I mean, what do you think is the best mistake that you've made while you're getting handler off the ground? And what, what mistake did you learn the most from? Well, I think the, the biggest mistake was not launching fast enough. Uh. 
not releasing fast enough. You know how you just want your product to be perfect? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that took a while. But then at the same time, I did sort of rush it. And so we had the typical, you know, when you launch a product the first time, especially software, there's going to be bugs or not just bugs, but a few different logic flaws that we needed to fix. And so even though it took pretty long to get out. And then even though we kind of launched when the product wasn't fully, fully completed, all the features, um, you know, fully baked. But at the same time, I'm glad that we, that we, you know, didn't quite have perfect product market fit because um, it would have been crazy if we had had thousands of people sign up originally. So I'm kind of glad that we didn't do a huge crowdfunding campaign or have a huge push when we first launched because, you know, we've been able to really dial in the product in the last year. And now we're launching version two, which is um, going to be ready in two weeks. And it's, it is kick ass and it's, it's that product market fit. So we're really excited to just go crazy with this. That's great. How long was the, was the app in development before you launched it? Oh boy. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I started engaging and looking for, um, app developers about three and a half years ago. And then it took about I think it was almost six months to find the perfect team and to get everything in order, um, contracts and also product scope and everything ready to then start developing. So by the time that it was probably a year and a half of development before we actually launched. So how, um, what kind of a team did you hire? Did you bring people in-house or did you hire an external team and, and are they local here in the U.S. or did you go offshore? Um, so it's a combination. Okay. So we we wanted, I because I'm dealing with mission critical business processes, um, I really wanted to find somebody who was solid and really, really, really knew their stuff and they weren't going to ghost on me because a lot of other people that I talked to who hired um who hired developers, they would all of a sudden just, just go blank, like nothing. And even the product's halfway done, they've paid, you know, $50,000 and they're just, they disappear. So I wanted somebody credible. So I actually went with a company who um, has done all of the, a lot of the fortune 100 media companies apps. So they developed HBO go and Thomson Reuters. Uh, They've done a lot of apps for like, e-news and and they they know their stuff and so they set me up with a project manager and um, they're U.S. based but then we also have some of our team members that are in India and I actually went out there and have worked with them and they are just I love my team so much awesome that's great that's great mm-hmm. yeah that's that's very cool so okay uh you made it through the development you've launched you know you're getting ready to launch 2.0 um what do you think is your your biggest obstacle to handler success and and how do you how do you plan to overcome it i think the biggest obstacle is that i want to do it all yeah. <laughs> and it's really classic it's yeah. really yes. hard to keep those expectations in check and i want my team to do it you know tomorrow or 
<laughs> yesterday. And so, um, so for me as the product owner, that's the most difficult part, um, is just wanting to get, have tons of amazing features because when it comes down to it as a small business owner, I hated doing the admin stuff. And yeah. I, and I just thought, you know what? Technology can do all of this. Why are we wasting so many hours on having all these different, different systems that aren't in one all in one platform? So, um, so I want to expand Handler out to not just being on-demand um, apps and scheduling and payments, but also having being able to manage your team even, even easier, even being able to run payroll directly from the platform as well. Um, and then one of the biggest pain points that we've heard from our Handler partners is that they also really want a hiring pipeline. So that's part of what we want to also bake into the app. So where they could uh, find local talent and and uh, mm-hmm. connect with people that are looking for work, that kind of thing. Exactly. So somebody could they could come on to our platform and say, "Hey, these are the the special skills that I have, services I can do," and then we um, we match them to our handler partners. I like that. That's great. Yeah, I, I was uh, impressed as I started to read about the app and, and what it did and watch the video. It's like very all-encompassing. And I, I think I could see your hand in there trying to solve, you know, all these issues that you had and adding these, oh, you know, I want to do reporting here. I, I want to be able to handle payments and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Is, is that how it kind of came all about based on just your personal experience or did you get feedback from other business owners? Yeah, this this original version um, was definitely me dreaming <laughs> of yeah. all the things I wanted it to do. And that's been the most rewarding part of all of this is to see a dream that has come true. And then when other businesses uh, sign up and start using it and when they email me and say, oh my gosh, Brittany, you have absolutely, Handler has changed my life. When I get those emails, that just means the world to me because I know that they've been dreaming about not having to do all the the crap <laughs> sure yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely no that's cool so o- over the next i mean you're going to launch this new new app and uh, you know it's not you sound very passionate and energetic it's fantastic uh and you know your real world experience is really you know really comes through on this product um are you really pushing for growth and uh or are your priorities a little different on uh, what you want to do with handler You know, I think that for Handler to be truly optimized, we are going to have to have a ton of app users, um, but also just we have to have a lot of businesses to get that crossover sale. So, you know, and that's the one thing, you know, you talk about challenges. Um, I... I am doing a lot. Our platform is all in one. So it's kind of difficult to explain everything that it does. Um, (laughs) And it's also kind of it's a new spin on on. It's not just a scheduling software. Um, What we're doing is we're connecting them and cross promoting businesses. So if the dog walker gets on there and the dog groomers on there and they all bring their customers to the app now their customers can book the other person as well. So it's a way to get new customers and it's not just a um, scheduling software. So that's how we're trying to differentiate. And the closest thing that I can um, kind of use to describe it is open table um, for local services. I like it. Yeah, that's nice. So do you, I'm curious, do you have, obviously, you know, you're full of ideas and full of energy and, and pushing this thing along. 
is everything coming from you or do you have like a, a board of advisors or a, a trusted team or s- someone or some group that that you bounce ideas off of? how does how does that work for you because that's a classic problem mm-hmm. with with you know us entrepreneurs is we're like no we know what to do we'll just do it and sometimes mm-hmm. it's really good to bounce ideas off of people so i'm i'm curious because it seems mm-hmm. like your ideas are fairly refined <laughs> uh, i think I mean, because I've been obsessed with this for so long, it's all I do and all I think about. But I also, um, I have a great team. I have, um, I have my my assistant Blake, who is really in charge of our customer success. So he is great to bounce ideas off of because he's hearing all of the things that business owners still want. <laughs> right, right, yeah, sure. And it, and we really let our our handler partners um, guide us. So we really our roadmap is all laid out in Asana. I don't know if you guys have ever used Asana totally. before. Yep. Love it. Yeah, nice. And nice. Um, so we have all of our sprints all laid out, and then it's just a matter of moving things around and prioritizing based on our handler partners' needs. So it's it's Dogs Energy's needs, um, my needs, but it's it's also really now being directed by our handler partners as well. Yeah. And then my husband is he's a genius. Um, he works for a private equity fund, but what they do is they do business process outsourcing for, you know, the top fortune 500 companies. So, um, he is doing kind of what I'm doing in a gigantic scale. Got it. Got <laughs> it. No, that, okay. Yeah. So, there, so, it, so the answer is yes. In a, in a sense you do, you, you listen to other people and that's the key, right? And, and it, it sounds that's like your definitely. customers, your customers are part of that, you know, advisory group and that's, that's mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, I spend lots of time on screen shares with my customers because they they're not just a faceless entity on the other side of my computer I've even flown out to a lot of them and sat down with them in person and in Chicago and um, other parts of the country to just say hey you know let me understand your business processes more and and you know what we can do for you to make your life even easier and by listening you just gain so so much and I um, my only thing is I want to build fast enough to make all those things happen faster so I, sure. I study scrum management also yep. um, and that has really changed my life and has really sped up our progress as well yeah that's awesome that's great and and I I think it's important to touch on that support uh, when Dave asked about advisors and everything and you're mentioning you know your team even your customers and and your spouse ha- having that support group in place is just critically important uh, especially as you take this long journey to get this thing you know that you're so passionate about you, you need to have that that back-end support for sure yeah and networking is really good um, here in they call it Silicon Beach <laughs> in Los Angeles <laughs> West side we we have a a lot of great um, tech networking events and I've met a lot of great people through there and um, actually one of my dog's energy clients we have a lot of very successful um, smart clients in La Jolla and they have really helped me so much um, and been so good to me and one of one of my clients in particular he um, him and his wife they met at MySpace and they've been kind of in the tech world um, for quite a while now and they have really taken me under their wing and helped me um, guide me through you know this this process as well and told me you know this this is technology you know you got to be patient yeah. <laughs> sure right yeah that's right that's awesome oh, that's, that's great. Good. 
Yeah. So, okay. Uh, you know, we always ask this question towards the, the interview. I mean, if you go, if you could go back to when you were first getting started and thinking, you know, as you're walking the dog, picking up all the poop and thinking, God, it's got to be mm-hmm. a better way. You know, we've got to be able to build a business around this. Um, you know, if you could go back and give yourself a, a critical piece of advice, you know, what, what would you tell yourself based on the experience that you've had now over the last few years? I would have told myself to invent a spray so that you can spray the dog poop and it just vanishes and to, <laughs> to stay clear of technology because it is it is hard. <laughs> uh, it, it's challenging. It's it's it, Yeah, that's great. That's good advice. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I, yeah. I, I think that I would have just uh, I think that it's just a matter of of telling myself to move faster, you know, make decisions faster and, and, um, and don't be afraid, jump in with both feet and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That, that's, that's, awesome that's a, the, the, the avoid fear or avoid being driven by fear is probably the most common answer we get to that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause all of us are sitting there, you know, thinking, okay, why do we do this? And, and I can remember when I graduated from college and, was expected to go one route and then went something completely different. And you have to constantly explain to everybody what you're doing. They're like, what, <laughs> you know, and, and you gotta, gotta power through it. So I, I, I commend you for, you know, pushing this through to uh, fruition and uh, having this product and, and being out there so we could find you and, uh, you know, Brett reaching out to us. That's fantastic. Um, Thanks, Shannon. Yeah. So, so what's the best way for people to find you and learn more about your company other than coming to uh, businessshow.co where we're going to feature you up there as well? Yeah, so you can reach me at myhandler.com, M-Y-H-A-N-D-L-R.com, um, or Britt, B-R-I-T-T, at myhandler.com if you want to email me directly. Um, and then if you want to see photos of my mini donkey and my new Irish wolfhound puppy, you can find me on Instagram at doggontechgirl. Nice. nice. The mini donkey. That's good. That's good. We should have added to put that in earlier. <laughs> Very cool. Well, we really appreciate you, you know, coming on the show and sharing your story. And we'd love to check in with you uh, down the road and see how things are going. Great. Thanks, Shannon. Bye, Dave. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks so much for having uh, for have, taking the time to come on the show. We've uh, uh, It's been great. Awesome. Folks, you can find us at businessshow.co. You can find Brit at myhandler.com. Keep living that charmed life, folks. We'll see you next week.